Hey, everyone. Kristen here. Angelenta. And reminder, we are going on a break for a few weeks while we work on the next exciting iteration of the show. But we don't want to leave you with an empty feed. So by popular demand, we are re-releasing the first season of By the Book. That is right, the season that started it all. (laughs) So sit back and relax and think of simpler times when we were just beginning to wade into the waters of self-help. And if you want more of us, be sure to join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Kristen Angelenta. We're also on Instagram at howtobefinepod. And now, without further ado, we present Season 1 of By the Book. Enjoy! Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. It's been a week since we released our life-changing magic of tidying up episode of By the Book, and you know what that means. It's time for another mini-sode. That's right. By the Book. By the Book. By the Book. By the Book. That's right. It's time for the mini-sode, the Aftermath, the epilogue, the time when we share listener stories and answer listener questions about our experience living by the book. And we have heard from a ton of you who live by the life-changing magic of tidying up, and we also got some great questions. And while we can't respond to all the emails, tweets, and messages that came in, we'd like to discuss a few. Let's start with this email from Andrea, which seems to sum up how the majority of listeners feel about this book, that is, if they've done the book themselves. Andrea says... I read the book two years ago and loved it. I get super high on decluttering and throwing things away. I agree with you guys. The first part of the book is great and works. And the second, maybe not so much. But I never lived by it as you did. I just amended it to how it works for me. Soap is def not in the cupboard. Biggest impact it probably had was on paperwork, as I used to keep everything. Much easier to file and find stuff now. And I know where my passport is. Nice dig, Andrea. But guess what? I actually found my passport, and many listeners wrote in to ask if I ever did. But actually, I didn't find it. It was it was Dean who found the passport. And she continues to say, It def works having a home for each item. Two years on, it is still working, but mess is slowly taking over. But I recently had a baby, which might be the issue here. So much new stuff. Congrats on the baby, Andrea. Yeah. And you know who else had a baby? Who? Marie Kondo. She now has two of them. Do you think she's still this crazy? Oh, I bet she is. That's her whole brand. I guess so. But it's really hard to be that fastidious. Babies probably know how to roll like little baby (laughs) pinwheels out of their socks. It's probably the cutest thing in the world. Oh, those little babies with their soap in their own little soap cupboards. Probably. Is your soap still in the cupboard? Is my soap in the Uh cupboard? Hells no. No. Mine is. Mine is. Really? Yeah. How is Brad dealing with that? He says he likes it now. Really? Mm-hmm. It oh. makes it easier for him to do his bakes on his like clean counter. But not cutting up strawberries. No. <laughs> I I now pre-cut his strawberries for him <laughs> and put them in the fridge all cut up. Oh, Brad. Compromise. That's what uh, marriage is all about. Well, Jolenta, your marriage sounds like it's better after this book, but... That's not true for everyone. Well, you might recall that Marie Kondo says many women get divorced after trying her tidying method. And Kristen and I like could definitely see how that would happen. And that's why we love the honesty of this listener who wrote in named Anna. She writes, Hi, thanks for your episode on the life-changing magic of tidying up. I am literally a woman 
who got divorced after conmarrying my home, going through the process of touching everything in my life and asking myself whether it sparked joy helped me realize how unfulfilled I really was in my marriage. I did it again after my husband moved out, and it was a healing process of reclaiming my space and thinking about my goals for my new life. I did adopt many of her habits for, quote, living the KonMari way, including emptying my purse each night and ignored the ones that don't work for me, such as drying my sponge on the clothesline every time I finish washing dishes. I like that these habits keep my home and my life functioning smoothly and easily. So important now that I'm a single parent. Wow. Wow. so inspiring. Yeah. I'm glad you got rid of your husband after he no longer sparked joy. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. Live your best life. Yes. Oh, Kristen. Yeah. I want to get to this question we got from a listener named Kim. Hey, guys. I just wanted to tell you my experience with the life-changing magic of tidying up, which was incredible. And I enjoyed cleaning out the enormous collection of books that I had. But in doing so, I got a little carried away and cleaned out half my closet. And I actually do regret some of the things that I threw away, whereas Marie Kondo said, you'll never regret anything that you throw away. I disagree with that. Um, I had a very expensive sweatshirt that reminded me of an old boyfriend and threw that away in the summer. And then when the weather got cold, I was super sad not to have it anymore. So I think there are things that get addictive when we're throwing away all of our life's possessions and we feel lighter and we feel like we're making change. But sometimes it might be better to sit with that choice a little bit longer. Anyway, I'm wondering, do you guys regret anything that you threw away? Um, I threw away a couple things I regret. What it what? So the main thing I regret, and I talk about this all the time, is my black leather jacket. And mm. I bought this black leather jacket on eBay last year, and it was a perfect fit, and it was a petite size. You know, I'm super short, mm-hmm. and it's hard to find things that are the right length and size, and you can't really alter leather jackets very easily. And I got rid of that leather jacket thinking, I don't need two leather jackets. I already have a brown suede one. I don't Mm. wear the brown suede one. Why didn't I keep the black one? Why? I I guess at the point when I was doing all of this, it didn't spark joy. Right. And now I think it would spark joy every time I wish I had that leather jacket. Yeah. I can only think of one thing I regret throwing out, which is I accidentally threw out the metal rack that goes in our slow cooker because it was in a dumb place nowhere near the slow cooker at the time of us tidying. And I was like, what's this? Get rid of it. Doesn't spark joy. And I'm like, oh, like the slow cooker sparks joy. And now I don't have the rack that you like put meat on and stuff in the slow cooker. So mm-hmm. word up. If you don't know what something is, don't just assume it doesn't spark joy. First, figure out what it is. Then decide. Well, that also gets to one other thing, which is, A lot of things that don't seem to spark joy when you touch them spark joy when you use them, right? Yeah, good call. You know, that piece of metal probably didn't spark joy when you touched it. But But it sparks joy when I, like, want to keep meat elevated. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love elevating meat. Uh, Who doesn't? Oh, got to bring it to that higher ground. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, everyone, who wrote in to share your stories and to ask questions. We always love to hear from you. Reminder, you can reach us at 505-510-BOOK, or you can write to us at buythebook at panoply.fm. And don't forget to tune in a week from today when our next book will be... French Women Don't Get Fat.
but we're American women. Will it work? Will we get fat? Do we not eat enough baguettes? Do I have to wear a beret during this? We might. We'll find out next week. I'm Kristen Meinzer. I'm Jalenta Greenberg. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> I say a lot of swears. Hello. <laughs> oh, golly. Don't swear in front of Kristen. <laughs>